A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. The gym, a place where people go to feel healthy, blow off steam, and of course, where many try to lose weight. There's always a new fad diet, fitness trend, or alleged quick fix, and the latest one is called semaglutide. Also known by brand names as Zempic and Wagovi, it's an injection originally intended to be used to treat diabetes. But TikTokers, influencers and Hollywood celebrities are now taking it to achieve their ideal bodies. Even billionaire Elon Musk has admitted to being a fan. However, as with all these so-called miracle weight loss treatments, there is a dark side. And of course, health risks. Libby Galvin is a freelance journalist who's been looking into semaglutide for the Evening Standard synthetic form of a hormone called GLP-1 and this was originally intended to treat type 2 diabetes rather than for weight loss so the hormone stimulates insulin and it prevents the release of another hormone called glucagon and it regulates our blood sugar levels that means it also slows down how fast food moves out of the stomach and suppressing our appetite and then hence the obvious weight loss effects people inject it in the form of like a pen um, so they'll inject it at home into the skin of their stomach once a week. And that is the the sort of famous Ozempic that we're hearing so much about. Libby, why is it becoming so popular now? I think different versions of, of it under different names have been available for several years. But a lot of the time in medicine, you find it does take a long time before things catch on properly. And also it hasn't been available here on the NHS until very recently, until earlier this year or last year. So that's the reason we're hearing more about it in the UK right now, because it is actually available on the NHS. Most people who are taking it, though, will be having it on a private prescription because on the NHS, it is still only available for type 2 diabetes. So I think it's just that it's becoming better known. The fact that almost everyone says it does work, so many people struggle with their weight, and it's getting this reputation as a bit of a a magic bullet and demand for it follows you'll see it's like really popular in the US people all over TikTok and Instagram kind of post their weight loss journeys there you know how powerful that social media kind of chain is not to mention the fact that so many celebrities are rumored to be using it has anyone actually admitted to using it yet Well, (laughs) the funny thing is, lots of people have been linked to it. Nobody really wants to admit it. The people that have been sort of bold enough to say, yes, I use it. The most famous is Elon Musk. He, um, he tweeted about the fact that he uses it and that's what's helped him 
drop weight recently. American comedians Chelsea Handler and Rosie O'Donnell have both said that they use it. Chelsea Handler, in fact, said that she didn't even realise she was on it, but her uh, anti-aging doctor just prescribed it as part of the anti-aging cocktail of things she takes. So I think that shows you how different um, medicine is in the US. But most most of the celebrities distance themselves from it. For example, you know, the Kardashians were rumoured to be on it and, and they have come out and said, no, no, we don't use this. I think there still is a, like an element of shame around it. It's kind of a secret weapon rather than one that lots of celebrities would want to admit to using. What are the risks of using it? Well, I mean, the risks are, are, are plentiful. If you look at the, the side effects that the manufacturers warn about, they, these include extreme nausea, vomiting, stomach pain, exhaustion. There's also talk of um, tumours. I mean, that was in tests on rats. That's It's been seen to increase the incidence of thyroid tumours. That's not been seen in humans yet. But of course, it's quite early days for a drug. And as we know, it can take a long time for the full effects of a drug to be seen. I also think the the risks come when people who aren't meant to be taking it, take it. You know, um, a lot of people who perhaps don't have a real medical need will want it as a quick fix to lose weight. They'll take it unsupervised, you know, from a, a dodgy source. And then who knows what will happen because they're not being monitored properly by a doctor. Could there be a shortage for those with type 2 diabetes who might rely on this? I mean, that is something that, you know, kind of has has been said. Ultimately, you know, any company, they will produce to meet demand. But because there were some delays in supplies at the time, um, people people were saying, you know, people shouldn't be using this for weight loss when people with type 2 diabetes really, really need it. Um, so it's, I mean, it's definitely kind of a ethical quandary to think about. But ultimately, I think demand, supply will meet demand. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more from Libby Galvin about what happened when she spoke to a semaglutide administrator. She's obviously a doctor who is prescribing it privately. She's very pro it. She thinks it can really work. She's, she's even taken it herself. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Libby, Azempic and Wagovi have been hugely popular in America for a while now, but how popular and readily available is it in the UK? So in the UK, you'd only be eligible to get it free on the NHS if you were a type 2 diabetic and your doctor decided that this was the best way to help you treat that. If you wanted it simply for weight loss, uh, your a doctor could prescribe it privately. It's described as off-label because it's not the official use of the drug. It, it means it works, but it doesn't. That's not what the um, regulators have actually permitted its use for. So, for for a private doctor, you might be looking at 
upwards of 500 pounds to potentially thousands um if you were to buy it from an online pharmacy you might be able to get it for as little as 150 200 pounds but you would probably be telling a few fibs in order to get it and unfortunately that is what some people do on the black market people are offering it online for you know 80 pounds a month kind of price but obviously no one would ever recommend you do that is this drug regulated yes yes it's um regulated by you know the healthcare administration nice um but you can't but like any prescription drug you can get it um, through other means. And I think that is actually where a lot of people are getting it, unfortunately. You know, people are talking about being sold it in their nail salons um, and things like that, which obviously isn't um, regulated and isn't how it's supposed to be done. You've been speaking to an administrator of semaglutide for your article. What does she say about the trend? And, you know, so she's obviously a doctor who is prescribing it privately. She's very pro it. She thinks it can really work. She's she's even taken it herself. But what she was really um, key about was that it needs to be used in people who actually have a medical need um, and it needs to be done safely under medical supervision. You know, she'd seen patients who had taken taken the drug into their own hands and got it through other sources and ended up quite ill with things like you know, the extreme vomiting, the inability to, to kind of eat at all, not taking the right amounts. And so she she said, this is a drug that works. Um, and she's she's very supportive of its use, but only in the right circumstances. And what was her attitude towards it being used for weight loss? What a doctor thinks um, is a necessary weight loss and what you or I might think we want to do to drop a few pounds to look kind of extra slim, are they're very different things. I don't think any doctors um, would recommend that you use it if you don't have an overweight BMI or, you know, something sort of significant like that. Because uh, lots of slim people still want to lose weight and that's probably this probably isn't the best way to do it. Do you think this trend will just continue to grow in popularity? Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, at the moment, there is a bit of a shortage of the drug, so that might slightly slow it for a little while. It's early days, and I think it will depend on whether we start to see really negative side effects in the long term. If people do find that they're getting ill from it or having a lot of side effects, it will reduce in popularity. But so far, that hasn't been the case. And I don't, I mean, I don't think it will be likely that it will become available through doctors for anyone who doesn't have a real medical need to lose weight. But it will definitely be something that, you know, people are keeping their eye on over the coming years. And if it works, um, it will just become more widely available because if something works, people will want it. A bit of a misinterpretation sometimes is that you can just get it whatever weight you are, you can kind of just get it really easily and legally if you aren't overweight and you're not under the care of a doctor then a lot of the people who are taking it are taking it illegally and that's where so many of the dangers come in to read more on this story and other features from libby galvin then visit our website standard.co.uk and that's it from the leader this podcast is back on monday at 4 p.m
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.